0: what else you want to do? You want to just talk about religion? Man, God, man. Yes, 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 absolutely. Uh, whenever you want to set this up. you
1: go. Pop this mad boy off so we can get started. Welcome to yet another episode. Let me get this off my screen. Welcome to another episode of Straight No Chains of the Podcast. Thank you for tuning in. And you, and you, um, please like, share, subscribe, tell your friends, tell your co-workers. Uh, we are everywhere that you can find podcasts. Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, you name it—we there. And um, I just—we just gonna introduce ourselves real quick in case people out there don't know who we are. My name is John. Uh, Rashim, go ahead and introduce yourself. Yikes, we having a little technical difficulties. I can't hear Rashim. I don't know if y'all can. Can y'all hear Rock?
2: No, it's not on.
0: Like this. Can y'all there hear? You go. Yeah man my little uh microphone keep acting up so um it's not that people can't you know they don't know who we are john we gotta introduce ourselves because people not if they new don't listeners
1: new they, people
0: they don't even people who old listeners they you know probably calling kg oxen and, and calling job you know uh uh uh, uh rushing uh, it, it's ridiculous so it's raw what's up y'all? here you
3: go
2: okay <laughs> What's going on? It's Neil. We here again. What's going on? Pass it over to my brother Keltrick.
3: What up? Let's get it in.
1: There you go. So fearsome, fearsome, back again for another episode. We got a whole lot to go over with, uh, gentlemen. Let's let's start with the important thing first. What are you drinking? We got to get that established and out the way. It's called straight no chaser for a reason, people. So is anybody drinking anything other than water tonight? That's when you know you old. You gotta drink water later tonight. <laughs> no, nah, I'm good. I'm on
2: my water right here, fam.
1: There you go. San Pellegrino. That's still water. What in the hell is that? I Candy. Don't know, Whatever. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So we all drinking water. That's what happens when you 40 something plus. Anyway, so uh speaking of 40 plus, we all have a lot of experience with relationships and things of that nature. And one thing that happens in a relationship is, unfortunately you break up sometimes so as many of y'all know um, Cardi B and I always get this man's name wrong I'm pretty sure it's Offset but I cannot guarantee that that is the member of the group that she married yeah that is okay yeah. Cardi B and Offset married had a baby and broke up once because Offset was cheating on her or something like that and then they got back together and then Cardi B said she was going to divorce him, and now apparently they got back together. So I just wanted to get y'all's feedback about that whole makeup to breakup thing because it just seems very destructive and toxic from my perspective. But, you know, they are in their early or mid 20s, and, you know, it's different at that point in time.
0: It's not different. It's not different. You got people out here scared to be alone. You know that makeup to break up, that's all we do. That's all stylistics. And people just scared to be by themselves. And I, I think you're right. I think it's crazy. I think it's toxic. Now, this, now it, it may be they just know each other and sometimes they need to just give each other a space to breathe and then come back together. I don't know. But you, if you break up, you break up for a reason. I don't understand the whole go back, run back to a person. I don't well, get well.
3: I don't know. I think uh, that's premature. We only know about it because they're public. There's plenty of people that, we, that are just like you and us, all of right. us on the team, who go through that same cycle of events in their relationship. So
0: mm-hmm.
3: we can't be judgmental about it. We just, we just have an opportunity to, to see behind the, to peek behind the window to the curtains reveal. So we get a chance to see it kind of up close and personal. I mean, hell, plenty of people go through those ups and downs, of turbulent times in their relationships, and they either they reconcile, or they be estranged, or they just get you know they, they divorce. So all of those things are plausible and it can happen. So I, I don't I don't wish divorce on anybody. Sure. Let us see a black family kind of stay, you know, solving and together. If they make it, great. If they don't, more power to them.
2: And for me, I I, I guess I will take a, a little bit of everybody's thing. The only reason we knew about it was because they made it public so at the end result for me if you could work it out for the sake of your children if you really care for each other
1: mm-hmm.
2: y'all can make it work like ross said maybe sometimes you need a break but if you needed a break the way they made it seem like a break was different but it really ain't none of our business you know what i mean the only reason we have input and in really talking about it because they want to share it with the world but at the end of the day if you could resolve your issues and y'all can stay together and it's healthy, you know, good. But if in another two weeks, two months, we're going to hear, oh, they're going to separate and divorce again. Well, then it's just a media circus. But at the end of the day, they can make it and it it can last and be
1: official. More power to you. Well, I mean, the thing is, allegedly, the reason that we know about this is because, yeah, they both are on social media and so on and so forth. But y'all might not know about this. Offset bought Cardi B not just a roles, but like a bunch of other stuff for her birthday that happened and et cetera, et cetera. And she flat out came out on social media because people was like, why are you getting back with him? So on and so forth. And she said, well, number one, I wanted some dick. Number one. Number two, he bought her this Rolls Royce and, or was it a Bentley? He bought her some kind of luxury vehicle. And she was just like, look, everybody does this just because we are famous or rich doesn't mean we any different than anybody else, blah, blah, blah. My thing is, saying that you're going to divorce somebody is very, very um, destructive, in my opinion. So that's not something that you should play with. That's kind of like a line in the sand. So once you've gone past that, to me, that's a wrap. Like, you, that's, that's one of them things that you can't take back no more. So when you allow somebody that can kind of dangle that kind of status and say, okay, I'm going to divorce you, I'm going to take you back, I'm going to divorce you, for me, that would be a, a bridge too far. And that's where it gets... Uh, toxic, oh. and a whole bunch of people going to say, well, the reason that she wanted to divorce him is because he kept cheating on her. No, nope, it's toxic. Yes, that's what I'm saying. So that's why I'm at with it. But yeah, you're right. The only reason we do know about it is because they told us about it, and people want to talk about it, but you know, it but, is what it is. The thing is,
3: they're their the 20s. And again, we're asking, you're, what you're saying is, and the where i'm interpreting it is they should act the way somebody in their 40s act. Somebody in their 30s or 50s or 60s act. They they're immature in that regard. Right? I'm not saying she's immature as a, as a as a as a total adult, but I agree with you in my 40 plus years of life that I, I wouldn't dangle the word divorce out unless it was something that was terminal. People nowadays especially when you get married when you're really young it's a trivial thing to say or do, quite frankly. So mm-hmm. I don't I don't, I can't, I can't put her saying I want to divorce him in the same context as if you know, one of you guys said I want to divorce my wife. Mm-hmm. That's something very different. I would interpret it very differently. If it came from one of you guys that I know your level of maturity in a relationship. I can't say that I know her level of maturity.
0: Mm-hmm. Here's my thing, though, if, if we gonna give them well, one we know about it because they put it up. I didn't know about it. I've been living in the bubble the last week, so I didn't hear about it until it was proposed that we discuss it. Um, and I still haven't seen any of the posts or read anything up on. So I'm just really just getting it from you, y- you all tonight. Mm-hmm. But the whole thing is, I, 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 the immaturity thing goes but so far for me. It, it I, I give them a little bit on that immaturity piece, but if you mature enough to marry somebody then you mature enough to be like, I want to be a I wanna I, I want to get a divorce and stick with it. Like I, yeah they're immature but mm-hmm. at the same time are they just being entertainers? Like is this a part of their whole entertainment stick? Well, you know it's more than just dangling out there for for him or her are they dangling that, that out there for us? You know. Is it manipulation for the masses? Or are they manipulating each other? Maybe it's both yeah. them. Either which way, I just, I don't like it. I don't, it's just emblematic of a lot of stuff I just don't like in relationships in, in general. People people are just mad overexposed. They they, they, they wear the entire relationships on their sleeve for everyone and their mama to know about, hear about, see about. Like it's entertainment, like you, you watching television for some my relationship ain't a television show, you know. Whether I'm famous or not, you ain't got to know my business. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree with you 100, percent right? In that, in, that,
3: in that, regard, it's similar to Ti and Tiny. I mean, they went through that same roller coaster of events. Um, I think pretty much anybody who puts a relationship on TV goes to that cycle of, is it, you know, you know, it's, it's, it's TV fodder. You look at the Kardashians, their relationships, all of them, with the, I mean, you can even throw Kanye in that mix too. All of them have had, you know, various relationships on television. It's all entertainment, man. I mean, once you open yourself up to that that world, it, kind of, it becomes a little bit different, man, it's tough.
2: And then sometimes yep. you it from a different perspective, it's like the ones that don't take marriage seriously or the ones that entertainment flocks to, but the ones that actually hold it down and believe in the sanctity of marriage nobody really talks to. It's like a like a three second snippet, you know what I mean? So right. I, don't know, I, I guess I see the perspective of, is it entertainment? Like, do y'all even really care about each other? Really? Is it just to get well, good publicity on yourself? Like, I
3: you think, know what I mean? Like, I think it's, I think they care about each other. I think they love each other. I think that again, the seriousness of marriage may be something that in my opinion, I question the legitimacy with.
2: No, and that's what I agree with you in the sense of like maybe it's a far fetched scheme. And I know y'all will tell me if it is, but you see like an offset and Cardi B thing, or like, like you said, the Kardashian type thing, as opposed to somebody like LeBron and his wife, you don't see no scandal. That's out. It's they, saluted as, yo, that's been his love since the beginning. Mm-hmm. Whatever goes on behind the scenes in their marriage, whether they have discrepancy or not, we don't know about that. You know what I'm saying? So it's almost like, why yeah, are you telling me? Wait,
3: say it again, fam? They have established rules in their relationship. Facts.
1: Facts. Mr. And Mrs. LeBron.
3: Yeah, don't no, get no different than me and my wife have established rules, and Rashim and his wife have established rules in their relationship. Every when you don't see what's going on, doesn't mean nothing's happening. Like I'm I'm pretty sure everybody that's been married has had some some blow up, some fight, some some level of, of dialogue where you kind of gotta gotta work through it. But it's just not for the masses, and okay. they work within the rules that their marriage has. I mean, it's also
1: a younger generation that is just used to a higher level of, um, like Rasheen was just saying, you know, letting everybody in and, you know, kind of living your life out loud and telling people what's going on. And that's a two-way street. So if you're going to do it when everything is going good, when everything is going bad, you're still going to do it because that's just kind of how you live. That's just how these people act. And that's just a younger generation. I mean, thank God we've said this many times that social media was not a thing. When we was in our early twenties or mid twenties or whatever, because I mean, we would have been yeah, doing similar things.
0: It's, more, it's No, we wouldn't have. No, I, I, I wouldn't have. No, wouldn't have. no, I wouldn't have. Because a lot of people out here are seeking attention, but but really what they need is help, and they don't. They they acting like they want help. They putting their stuff out there. Oh, I'm going through all this. Oh, they just seeking attention. Yeah, I agree with that,
2: John. I don't think he would. well i could speak for the four of us we would have still had held each
1: other accountable we wouldn't have let it go as crazy it is right now i would have went buck wild if there was a social media type thing you you um, would have i mean have my, social media was in existence you had black in planet those days.
0: you had black Pan planet black on myspace yeah, okay. I, I was
1: on all that so <laughs>
0: yeah,
3: but we still would have well i don't, I don't really give a damn about social media like that. I mean, it's it's a, it's a vehicle, but I can go without it. I'm good. Yeah, because I don't, you know what I mean? And, and when
2: you think about the power of social media, I don't know, I don't wanna dig up a crazy thing, but fuck it, it's straight no chaser. Straight no chaser. Why put your, what's the purpose of putting your business on social? Okay, if you were on vacation in Cabo, who gives a fuck? You just bought a new car, who gives a fuck? You got the dopest female, your husband looks amazing. You working out, you got a six pack abs. Who gives a fuck? Why are you literally putting every facet of your life? Taking the camera, angling it just right. So why? Like what's you don't get no extra followers because of that. Or maybe you do. You do. But
1: you do. that thirsty for followers that you gotta do that? Yes, I mean, what y'all don't, or well, I'm not saying y'all, I, ha- I have two quick points. Number one, I don't know if y'all have noticed this, but men specifically that are in good, healthy relationships and probably men that's even not in good, healthy relationships, get off social media. Have y'all noticed that? Like most of the dudes that you see on Twitter, Facebook, you name it, Instagram, blah, 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 that are very active, let's put it like that, um, are not married, are not in any kind of uh, situation. I don't know what the right word would be, relationship, whatever you want to call it, because, as soon as you do get into them types of situations, you need to extricate yourself from out of social media to avoid any kind of conflict or issues with your actual woman who is at home with you. You can, you know, scramble it up with anybody online all you want, but when that shit starts leaking over into your real life, you start to realize I got to pull it back and you suddenly see mad dudes no longer on there. As soon as they get on some kind of relationship, Rasheen, miss me with it. Yes, you <laughs> You have gotten off social media. You're not nearly, I'll put it to you like this, you are not um, as active, let's say. And there's nothing wrong with
2: this.
3: But look, look the point, you're, you're, I think you're thinking about bandwidth. Mm-hmm. When you're in a committed relationship, you don't have the bandwidth to do what you used to do. You just don't have time for it, right? As as a as a father now for Rasheem, I mean, I'm speaking for Rasheem, you can say it for I was,
0: yeah. I was about to speak for myself, but go ahead. Finish, <laughs> finish, finish the thought.
3: As a father, a husband, mm-hmm. um, somebody that's active in his community, all of those different types of things, same difference, you know, for me. Mm-hmm. You just don't have time to be putting your life on social media. Now you may die, he may I do the same thing, I dabble into it, see what's going on, but it's not the the crux of my life. It's not the foundation of what makes me kind of go. Um, so I don't know if it has anything to do with just because you're in a relationship. You just don't you don't give a damn about it no more. It's not it's not a high on my priority list. What, Rob?
0: what you about to say? And for me, I, I do, I am intentionally still on social media, pretty similar to what I was doing. Well, A little bit different. A little bit different in terms of what what, what Cage was saying. I have a lot going on now. Right. I had a, I, there was I, my, my most recent job. I could sit in that office for hours and probably get maybe 50 minutes to, maybe an hour and a half of steady working out of a four hour window because of the nature of that job things coming and going slow seasons um a couple of fast seasons but a lot of slow seasons if i wasn't traveling even when i was traveling i had a bunch of downtime but the current gig i'm constantly moving so while people be on social media all day long posting and reading comments or applying to comments and starting beef i'm like i got a job that keeps me moving i i can't i don't have the capacity to do all of that with with a phone in my hand and be present at my job. So that's one. Two, when I'm home, there are times when I'm on social media, the wife's on social media, the daughter's on social media. Like we're all, we could be sitting on the sofa just playing around with our phones because you know, we know that we're decompressing, but it's not taking away from the time that we also spend with each other. Mm-hmm. You know? And whether it's new Rashim or old Rashim, I'm still not airing my business. On social media, mm-hmm. I'm not doing it. What I show people that social media pretty much is my way of having a, a little bit of contact with the rest of the world because I don't, I don't really, I'm not that big on the phone calls. I, I'll be emailing and texting folk. I get annoyed when I get phone calls. Like I, I don't do that. So it's easy for me to like have mm-hmm. a quick touch point with people through social media and then pull back and then go back to what I'm doing. But no, it has not. i i I think it was comp- It, it will be comp- Completely different. If this stuff existed when we were all at Seaton place, we would you would not be on it like you want it now. I don't think so. You
1: know, I, don't, I was on it the way I'm on it now. I was on it then, but it wasn't nearly as uh, socially acceptable. It was considered some nerd shit.
0: That's what it or, was. Or productive. you um, you got, like, got a lot of productivity. You, you you've been very productive from y- your social media uh, involvement.
1: Something like that. All I'm merely saying is, um, you very rarely see, I'm not saying that you are off of social media. I'm saying that, you know, it is not, like y'all just said, you don't have the bandwidth. You know what I'm saying? You got other stuff to be doing, and me and Neil got other stuff to be doing too, but we are there and engaging on social media for like different reasons, I guess you could say. Neil ain't on that like that, at all. And Neil Neil is not on it. Once was, has completely fallen off, and that's cool. I think there's a season for everything, man. You right. understand?
3: Like, I went two years without social media, like intentionally.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Now, I'm on it a little, I'm on it definitely a lot more now because I, it's, it's more of an outlet for communicating political, social justice, you know, communication, uh, messaging, mm-hmm. one thing else. And just taking in information, I think. I think right now this is the this is the age of just being informed. Like you just can't not be informed. I think you be at a severe disadvantage if you're not informed. And so, not that I get my information from social media, but I get information, and then that ties into social media because you want to share that information with the greater community. So, right. That's that's kind of the role it plays in in my life right now.
0: Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I mean, I like from from Cardi B and, and and Offset trying to buy her back to. To <laughs> well because the prevalence of social media in our lives.
1: It's it's all tied in together. Speaking of all things tied in together. Wait a
3: minute, because you're talking about Cardi B. Right. Obviously the new photo that kind of leaked. What, what photo really pancakes. What photo? What, photo? what photo? So there's a she she sent out a topless photo of her, you so. sure? Okay, so go ahead. One. Go ahead. Go ahead, KG. I'm just saying, I mean, you're talking about Cardi B, I mean it's a part of the, the, the conversation. Yes, yes. And um she sent it or it got leaked? Nah, she
0: kind of sent it out by accident. For, and she actually said she owned it. She like, listen, that's on me, that's my bag. What she accidentally tweeted or something? Like, how do you accidentally send out a What
1: did she send? What was the picture? A topless photo of herself with both of her breasts exposed. I see. Okay. And was there something that was really amazing and stunning about this picture? Because everybody's seen breasts before. Yeah,
3: so the, 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 the run-in joke was people were making jokes about her her areolas and her nipples. And so um it was caricatures about it. I mean it was listen. But see, in my
2: and me just being far left, how do you accidentally send out a full frontal photo of yourself? She didn't like when well, you sending it, it to offset
3: and well, it, I, don't, I don't i mean you you can you can send stories, right? So you send in the picture to somebody, she clearly sends Explicit material through IG, clearly, and if she accidentally sent post to your story that everybody that follows her can see it, as opposed to if she wants to send it to a specific group of people or a specific person, she just pressed the wrong button. I don't believe that worth a damn. You know?
0: I mean, Me neither. And that's okay.
3: That's perfectly Why, okay. why can't she make a mistake?
0: That goes in the same bucket of overexposure, manipulation. trying to make sure you got your burn in in the...
1: I don't think that's, um, it all plays into her marketing. It all plays into her image. It all plays into her career. Uh, Clicks is currency. That hit the roof. Everybody was like, have you seen Cardi B's titties? It was a big ass story. Now for me, um, I'm a big fan of that look. I love, like give me 50 to 55% titty coverage. I need areolas that's like, I want them bad boys to be teacups. I want saucers. So I was very enthusiastic about this. But other people, I'm, I know plenty of people that do not like, like those. There's so many different kinds of nipples. She, so she, I will me. say
3: this. <laughs> I think it's the beauty of, the beauty of it, I think, is just the, the journey of motherhood. Because she, I don't know, she did it. Somebody else did a, did a picture of her pre-baby and then post-baby and just kind of how she grew.
1: Mm-hmm. She, gets, yeah, she grew. That's what happens. She is maturing both physically and mentally and emotionally. So is Offset, so is everybody. So, um, that kind of brings up another issue here, and that is, I guess, all of the I don't know if we want to get in. I think we're going to leave that women being single thing. We've already pissed everybody off enough, I suppose. Go for it. Go for it. Yeah, go for well, it. I mean,
0: I mean, you got thoughts on it.
1: I've got thoughts on it. So, basically, internet. I am uh, very experienced, I guess you could say, on social media, as we just discussed, and I find that there are way more single women out here, not just on social media, period, that want to be married or want to be in a committed relationship or want to be, uh, you know, somehow spoken for than uh, men. And I wonder why that is, and I know that everybody always says that there's this huge Um, difference between men and women uh, population-wise. What am I looking for? Uh, The gender gap. Ratio. Ratio. Yeah, the ratio. The ratio. Where there's way more women than there are men. Um, I know that that has been proven in small populations, like at Howard University, yes. At this particular city, yes. But when you talk about like, you know, nationally, I don't think that there's that much of a gap. And I'm just wondering why y'all think, or do you agree that there are way more um, educated, employed, you know, women that for whatever reason and want to be married and are not and why that is because it just, it really perplexes and confuses me sometimes. the question is perplexing and confusing me.
0: Yeah, let me get this straight. Let me get this straight. You, you, you you're, are there, you, you, mm, let me unpack this. So there are a bunch of women yes, are single that want to be married. And what you're questioning what you're pretty much saying is what's wrong with y'all that y'all can't get married
1: nope no, no no i'm saying why is it that there is such a disconnect i guess you could say because when i go out in public i see plenty of men okay they're all over the damn place i hear but when i get on the internet i hear women saying there are no men so what is the disconnect? Because every time I go with, and this is pre-COVID, okay? Pre-COVID time, and I, and again, this is only my opinion. I can only talk about the little area that I'm in, but whenever I went out pre-COVID, I saw plenty of buckethead, rusty dudes hanging around, soaking up all the bar space, and there, was, there would be no women. But then when you get online, it's full of women talking about there ain't no men. So there's clearly a disconnect. And I'm just wondering, do y'all see that disconnect? Do you agree with it? Am I delusional? What's going on?
0: If if there's a disconnect, maybe it's because of what you just said—they—they—they they, they bucket heads and they rusty, and maybe them the sisters don't want a rusty bucky head, bucket head headed dude.
3: Also, maybe the sisters don't want to go to where you hanging out. At. Possibility. Maybe there's you something. hang out at some place that are basura. For and those like that understand, said, it's trash.
2: And I think, like Ross said, to piggyback on that, maybe a lot of sisters—they just want—they just—they don't want to settle. Like there could be a lot of dudes out there, but what mm-hmm. they're looking for and what their expectations are, they're like, I'm not settling for less than that. You know what I'm saying? So
3: it's all- a well, I agree with your statement. I, I think that- Wait, say it again? I don't even know if I agree with John's statement that, because essentially you're saying that there's a lot of unworthy dudes out there. A lot of sisters out there that are looking for somebody and the dudes they like, the selection is trash.
1: Right, that made, that's what y'all are saying. That's what you said. No, I didn't. I said, it's a bunch of dudes. They're ash, they're just You, sitting you made with them doing rusty bucket head dudes. I mean, that's not, that's not a I, I, that's what they pretty much look like to me. But again, That's an insult. So. Right. Not really, because I mean, hold up your hands right now. I'm kind of ashy. Cause I'm, <laughs> I, so I, you rusty, are you rusty too? I probably am. I would imagine so. I would think I was. But anyway, um, you know, I think that it's a problematic type thing. It, it kind of concerns me because I have many uh, women acquaintances that are wonderful people and they just say that they want a man or something and they've been single for years and it just always is like, what, what, what's going on here? So but do they date? When they go out on dates, what do they say happens? I would love to bring one of them on and one day we actually gonna have to do that. Internet, if you are a woman out there and you have been single for a long time.
3: <laughs> do you think that what, they, uh, what they're telling you it's a ploy to date you?
1: No. Mm. <laughs> it could be. Mm. Not what I'm saying. Mm. Trust me, no. I mean, what I'm you. saying is. So why are they rushing to tell you that there are no good out dudes out there? They might be giving you it's the hint. they are not rushing, they're rushing to tell like, me. It's not that they're rushing to tell me. It's, again, that I'm a member of various different communities on the internet, no, these are the you. kind of discussions that happen on a daily, literally daily basis.
0: <laughs> so internet gonna make it true, man. But but you know what? But 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 John isn't he's not telling the lie though. Like there are a bunch of uh Facebook communities and internet communities, and mm-hmm. when you get in there, you, they get the bickering that, you know, not just that there aren't any men, you know, there are no good men out there and what it takes to be a good man and da-da-da-da-da. And it might um, settle into something that, that Neil talked about them settling. Yeah, they don't want to settle for a dude. I kind of feel like um, and, and the ladies might not like this. I kind of think that whole idea of settling, y'all, y'all be overblowing it. I I I I do. Oh, for
3: Listen, some I, people kick their coverage. And some, yeah, yeah. explain friend, what outkick their coverage means. It means that you think you were 10, but you might be a five and you only use student for the 10s and you're never going to get a 10 because you really a five, you outkick your coverage. And so I'm not saying, I mean, a 10 could be applied to a male or a female. I'm not, I'm not saying, it's, you know, to be sexist, but in reality, you, you may miss it's like a stock price. You may throw out a, a number and you overshoot, you overpriced that thing. And you, 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 you sell way too soon or you buy way too fast. So you need to figure out and ask some friends that can be honest with you and be like, hey man, how I look. What do I got going for me? Like what are my attributes? Like what are what are, what are my pluses? Yep. And if they tell you the truth, then you need to find out like I is this like are you assessing things around you properly? It happens at work. People do that all the time, miss misassess miss certain things. So see, don't
0: be I, a, I feel you. I, I okay. wasn't going there. I wasn't going there. I was I was I was when I was trying to put my finger on was that maybe there's a dude out there that they should date but they would consider that settling but once they date him they find out that that dude potentially offers everything that they want or need but because they saw the wrong thing up front I'm not going to mess with him because his shoes was dusty or uh, he was missing the hubcap on his on his car or what not to say that sisters out there that vain but nah,
2: but you know what i i see what y'all are saying but i look at it like when it comes to relationships and settling and finding somebody everybody should have what they non-negotiables are you know what i'm saying so they might be a multitude of dudes out there but let's say on a woman's joint she's like he gotta want to work he gotta have a job Un- unemployment is real so she may not want to be taking care of a dude that ain't working let's say she say i want a dude that doesn't drink or doesn't smoke a lot of dudes out there smoke weed and like drinking they like all right so that's knocked off the list so you got to be working you can't smoke weed you can't drink you know a lot of dudes unfortunately doing sometimes got to go back home and live with their folks a woman might say i need a dude that has his own space his own place i don't want to come over to you but i'm in your mama's basement and i got to creep around so you just knocking off a lot of things on your list live on your yep. own don't smoke weed mm. don't drink has a job yo it's real you start that's basic stuff, in my opinion. And a lot
3: of dudes don't have the basic stuff. We keep They're it not 100. up the park. No different than no in Exactly. My, in my 40s, if I'm if I'm looking, if I happen to be single in my 40s, if you don't have a job, if you live with your mama, I got nothing to talk to you about. It. We own two different, we, we live in two different lives. We in two different existences. I I, I give y'all a quick story I was um I got into it with one of my cousins back in Indiana I went home one time and he was telling me like you should come back home more often I was like really I was like when I come home I gotta fly I gotta buy my own plane ticket I gotta rent a car I get a hotel um I gotta buy my own food you stay with your mama you gonna you gonna hook me up when I'm about to sleep on a little couch on your floor? I'm grown. We can't have the same conversation. We live in two different existences. You know what I'm saying? So, I think you if you, and I get that people go through rough patches, but if you're if you're if you have an extended rough patch where you haven't worked in three, four, or five years, then that's just what you. You're just a lazy ass bum, bum, in my opinion, and that goes for anybody.
1: I mean, there are certain situations, and. What people really don't want to hear is that there is a difference between men and women, just simply is. It is more acceptable, in my opinion, for a woman to live with their family than it is for a man, just is what it is. So women absolutely do have a different, I don't know what the right word would be, characteristics that they're looking for or whatever than most dudes do and so on and so forth. But it just seems like we just like talking past each other more often than not. And it's, it's really sad because I know so many uh, that are 30, 35, 40 years old and have so much to offer and they just feel like they can't meet nobody and it's just terrible and womp, womp, womp. It's just sad. Well, men, I'm very honest sometimes either. Right? Women
3: are known to put their criteria out there and men will glossy up their resume.
1: Sell the dream. So you
3: know what I mean? So... And if you can't be honest and have good communication skills and be, you know, really, you know, share that your honesty with that other, that other person, it's gonna be problematic. So I think if, if men could be better communicators in general, I'm speaking very generally here, better communicators, um, better listeners, your friends, your female friends you're talking about,
0: John, you know, they will uh, have a different experience with the men that they encounter. I think Very that's, well. And I, I think that's too simplistic I don't think I don't think that'll work.
3: I mean, it won't work because men gonna continue to gloss over their resume.
0: You got you got brothers out there who aren't you know glossing out their resume who just trying to work hard, be good dudes, and they are getting shot down. That's true. It but again, they might be out kicking their coverage too. They could be out kicking their coverage.
1: Looks jurisdiction is real. You got to stay in your looks jurisdiction. Stay in your weight class. But you know, stranger things have happened.
3: You know, you we all of us have seen couples and you're like, man, that's a interesting unit right there. But something happened, they figured it out, and bam, they made some magic. So dreams can happen.
2: So when you hear people throw out the statement,
3: and we I mean, just throw a 30-second
2: caveat in it, when people say it's not a when people say it's not all about the looks, you agree or
1: disagree with that, like John was saying. Oh, it's absolute. And for me, well anyway, y'all go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead, finish what you're saying. For you, for you, it's all about the looks, John? For me, um I think that physical attraction, you have to have it, Um, but there's so much more to something than... <laughs> well, than you
2: good, you good. Keep on, John, you're good, you're good. You're good. You're good. Nope. You froze mm-hmm. for a second. Re- repeat, to...
0: repeat what you just said, because you froze.
1: Okay.
2: My question for you, John, was is looks the pivotal thing that you're looking for. So if I had to phrase it, if you had to choose between somebody who was emotionally, physically, spiritually on point, but the looks was decent, or the looks had to be amazing and we could work on the emotional, spiritual.
1: Which is your pivotal thing? I think that you got to have both. Uh you got to be attracted to the person. You gotta have, they gotta be, you know, uh looks are important, definitely. Um and the other aspect of things is important. You know what I'm saying? The emotional development, maturity, whatever the case is, um, financial stability for me personally, uh, you know, and various other things. So it's a lot that goes into who you're gonna be in a relationship. I think uh, if you are looking at very superficial, how somebody looks type things, again, if this was 25 years ago, 30 years ago, I might feel completely different. But at this stage, uh, yeah, you got to have a whole lot, you know, and really fit my lifestyle And me, yours, very well for me personally. So I can't really say this is more important than that. I need all of it because I don't really believe in settling either. You know what I'm saying? Like uh, KG was settling earlier. You know what I'm saying? Or one of y'all said, you know, don't or to settle. Damn that. I think that you should not settle and should get exactly what it is that you want. You got one life to live. You might as well do what you can do. He this feels
2: like an old school seating conversation. I love it. So where do you think the whole thing about 80-20 comes in? You know what I'm saying? Like when people say, I don't, you know, like how, I don't know, I don't think you ever get the full package. That's what I'm saying in my words. I don't think you ever get that full package. You got to give a little something. You're not going to get that full intertwining thing I think that you were talking about. I agree with you. What is an 80 20? You have 80% of what you want, but there's 20% that you might be missing. Can you deal with that? That's not
3: what 80 20 is, but. I guess. Okay, go say this perspective.
2: I'm, I might have it off. Okay. No, but
3: in, in, in this context, you're actually you're accurate, but it's uh, 20% of the issues, um, it's 80% of the stuff, whatever. I'm wrong too, but something like that. <laughs> yeah. So, no, but in John's whole thing about he said he wants it all, do you think. Yeah, it, I don't think that's. I'm with you. Know, I agree with you now. I don't think 100% exists.
2: Right. let
3: me Let me elaborate on that. in the way you want it. Right now, you can get somebody who can attempt to be that 100%, and they they may they may check all the boxes. But I think that you there's compromise that happens in a relationship in every relationship. So I think you have to understand like what you want to compromise. And compromise don't mean give up on. It means you accept something a little bit different than what your expectation may be.
1: And if you can do that, you should be fine.
2: Okay.
1: I don't I mean, I feel like 100% is very capable uh, of happening. I have experienced being 100% satisfied with women before. Now- No, 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 no. no, no. Tell people what your
3: definition of 100% is because your, your shit is a little weird.
0: <laughs> I, I'm, I don't know. I mean, like- not, No, yeah, that's too wide of a question to ask him. I'm um, trying to- You're specific you, for him. You'd have to help him narrow that down to no. get a real response.
3: John John has told us that he doesn't think men can be happy in a relationship.
1: Nope, wait a minute.
0: You did say that, John. No, 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 No. it wasn't wasn't like that. Say say verbatim, because that wasn't verbatim Go ahead,
1: John. I'm here, and I can tell y'all what I said. (laughs) What I'm saying is, any man that is striving for happiness, this is it, I don't know what this got to do with the current convo, but we gonna go here. Any man that is striving for happiness is, ladies, watch him. Okay. Men, uh, happiness, in my opinion, is for women and children, men strive for contentment, satisfaction. Um, and you might say, well, that's semantics, that's wordplay or whatever. No words mean things. Um, happiness. I, me personally, I could not be happy if my children's financial future is not secure. I can't be happy. Um, as long as my mother's still working, um, when all those, life responsibilities are kind of satisfied, I will be content. I will be satisfied. That said, happiness to me is temporary. Happiness is fleeting. Contentment and satisfaction is a stage. And to me, men should be aiming for that. And happiness is just some random temporary stage that no, I don't think we should be going for.
0: So, so, but just to bring it back to that, you said you have um, gotten a 100%. Yes. And according to what you just said, that doesn't necessarily make you happy. That made you Correct. content because you received Correct. 100%. Thank you. My, yes. question, my question is, did you give 100%? with The person you was getting 100% from, Were they would they have felt like they got
1: 100%? I can't answer that question for them people, but they are no longer with me. So I think we can conclude no. <laughs> um, I feel like that, unfortunately, that stage was not, you know, long you know what I'm saying? It was temporary. But for that period of time, I felt totally satisfied. I was like, okay, this is cool. I want to stay right here. I was not able to kind of maintain that for various different reasons with various different people. But based on my history, yeah, absolutely. I felt 100% like I was absolutely sure about the chick in college. I was absolutely sure about the woman I actually did marry. I was absolutely sure about the person that came after the woman I married. And... Knock on wood, one of these days I'm going to be absolutely sure about whoever comes next.
0: Yeah, but see, but those are absolutely sure is based on the contentment you felt. Maybe right. you maybe you shift your your thinking and actually start looking to be happy and then get someone who actually makes you happy. Maybe it changes the game. Um, maybe, I'm good on maybe, that. You went, maybe you dating somebody that makes you happy
3: right now. I, I, I would just say, look at your friends. Look at your friends.
2: hmm
0: if you think, if you think your friends are happy. See, mm. think happiness is for women and kids. Even though I have said on multiple occasions, I am the happiest I have ever been. Mm-hmm. I am happy.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I'm not content. I'm not satisfied. Right. Satisfied and content ain't enough. Mm. I, I have, I have been unhappy. Mm-hmm. I have been at the lowest of low. I'm experiencing the highest of high. I'm, I'm 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 happy. And there's nothing wrong with a dude saying that he's happy, whether it's in relationship, work, uh, personal life, friendships. Happiness is not something men should run from.
1: I'm not saying that you should run from it and being not happy doesn't mean being unhappy. People uh are very binary and very black and white and feel like okay, well if you're not happy, then you must be unhappy. And if you're not happy you must be depressed or whatever 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 that's not what i'm saying and by all means y'all are allowed to you know feel how you feel right if you feel happy god bless you go for it be happy but what you seem to be experiencing is contentment in my opinion satisfaction you might say that you're not content and satisfied or whatever and i'm not in your shoes i can't tell you how you feel but
3: what definitions of words is just so weird to me because no, is, is.
0: I mean you said it. You said words got meanings and words it, have it, meanings. And contentment mm. and satisfied lacks it it cannot express what I feel. There isn't enough there to express mm. why I, I can't be I can't say I'm content and satisfied. Mm-hmm. That does not it doesn't tell a story. Mm. That's the price of entry. Contentment yeah you would be very blessed if you were
1: able to reach that level it would be uh you would it's very very rare in my estimation i have not met many men that can honestly say i'm content and satisfied with where i'm at i'm I'm not saying that
0: i am well i'm gonna say something that's gonna piss off a lot of people and especially when you're talking about relationship-based because typically folks try to find happiness by being with others i believe that people who aren't happy especially when it comes to relationships, is because they picked the wrong person. Period. Facts. They, cho- they chose something that they shouldn't have chosen. It could have been looks, it could have been body, it could have been money, it could have been clothes. They picked the wrong thing. It could have been the sex. They picked the wrong thing. And over a period of time, that can't be sustained. I don't care how how much he's doing it to you in the bed, sis, says, sooner or later, he ain't going to be a stallion no more. Fact. brother. I don't care how bad the body is, sooner or later. they' will be the brick house. As, as it was told to me, everything that lived upstairs is going to start to live downstairs. You you can't pick people based on the superficial crazy. Now, you wanna have fun based on superficial. Okay. You want to enjoy people's companies based on superficial. Okay. <laughs> but to pick someone you're going to be with for the rest of your life.
3: Listen, man, you, you got to have some substance to, to Ross point Word. and that's the 80 20 rule. Right. So. All of us have been with people and the 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 relations part has been, you know, bomb. But the other stuff that came along with it, you like, man, damn, like, ugh, you know, you pulling your hair out because she she's killing you. Mm-hmm. So I think that you have to determine like what's the most important and like like anything like a battery, man, over the course of time, the battery holds a charge you know, 100% of the time and then at the over it, it degrades. And so you have to figure out like, what uh, what are the things in your relationship that you can, that can degrade over time and still be adequate for you to still use? Yep. If your relationship is based on sex, when that fades to black, in a relationship, but if it's based on friendship, you know, mutual respect, love, admiration, those type of characteristics, that really shouldn't go away. All the other stuff that kind of was a cherry on top, that stuff may fade to black a little bit, but, All the essentials in my opinion if those remain you know very solvent and solid you should be you should be in a good spot with a a relationship and then the sad thing for me i've always thought of like
2: if you don't know how to make yourself happy first you can't look for somebody else to make you happy
3: you know what
2: i'm saying that's been that's been the biggest thing for me so i don't look for or i'm not looking for somebody else to make me happy i gotta know how to make myself happy now, like Keltrick said, if we get together and we form that bond and we vibing and it's like, it feels magical, all right, cool. But I think you gotta learn how to make yourself happier first too though.
0: Now, and I've done it all. Like I picked it, I picked women for the wrong reasons all through my twenties and thirties. And I had, you know, I learned th- this was a lesson I had to learn for me. And I'm not saying everyone's gonna be there. Everyone's gonna know that everyone's gonna govern themselves based on the lessons I've learned. You know, it took me, you know, 30 years to get to this point um, of interacting with folk, thirty years of interacting with folk to get to this point, but yeah, uh, I mean, but you know, God bless you, you know, John. Yeah, it, it, hey, if if contentment and, and um satisfaction is the the pinnacle for you, then and that's the pinnacle for you. I can't I can't tell you not to be there. I can't knock it. Going. I,
3: I can tell you that you're missing out. Personally, mm-hmm. I'm missing out. But missing.
0: I mean.
2: I mean, no. I mean, I be like, like, like Ron. Everybody saying we can't, we can't tell you what your truth is. So if that's what you believe is your truth, you know, cool. But you know, we we think there's more to it than that. But as long as you happy, if you happy, I'm happy for you,
0: no, he's, he's not happy. He's content.
1: I have no desire to. That is, that is not a life goal for me. That's not something that I'm aiming for. Wait, thirty seconds. Time
2: up. You you have no desire. Well, never mind. Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. It's gonna go. Another I'm way. not Straight trying no to. Change. I'm not trying to say. say
3: Straight no chasing.
2: I was about to say, based on what you're saying, and you know I love you, John. You're my brother. Based on what you say, you have no desire to
1: ever be happy. Is That what you are saying? That that's is not something saying. that I'm aiming for. That is not. Um, I'm not. A, I'm not a happy ass camper. I'm. That's that's not me. I'm not that dude. I am very much. um, To me, happiness denotes no issues, no problems. We're good. Everything is straight. We ain't got no problems. Everything is cool. So um, I would love to get to that point. I don't foresee that happening anytime soon. However, um, what I am aiming for, as I explained, was a level of stability and uh, and I'm getting there slowly but surely. So I don't want to give anybody The wrong impression. I'm not about to go hang myself in the closet or no crazy shit like that. Everything is fine. I am not that guy. I'm I'm just, that's just not what I'm aiming for. So, um, and nobody and I agree with, I guess what uh, Neil was saying. I don't think that's something that can come from somebody else or whatever, whatever you got to have it yourself, blah, blah, blah. Agreed. So we all on the same page with john's emotional life. (laughs) That said, now let's get on the same page with Ice Cube, okay? So pivoting, as Rashim was saying, or Neil or whomever, uh, Ice Cube, unfortunately, got in a little bit of trouble with social media these past couple of days. People Black, are Black social media. Black social media, because white social media is ignoring his ass. Uh, basically, Ice Cube has made a contract with Black America. And it came out that apparently, uh, Trump was working with him or he gave it to Trump and Trump did something with it and recalled it or renamed it the Platinum Plan. And now that's kind of Trump's, you know, I don't know, vision for black people if he gets reelected. And everybody's pissed off and mad at Ice Cube because they're like, well, why are you working with Trump whatsoever? Ice Cube said that he gave his plan to the Democrats and Joe Biden and they told him we're not gonna do Anything about this, or read into this until after the election? So, do we? Are, are we okay with this? Are we all right? I mean, what do we think? Here? And KG, you seem like you're a fairly <laughs> political type person. How do you feel about Ice Cube's plan? No, number one, how do you feel about Ice Cube's plan? If you've read it, or somebody else,
3: right quick, i be write back.
1: Neil. Well, no. Nope. Raw. <laughs> How do you feel, if at all, about Ice Cube's plan and about him
0: uh giving it to Trump and all that? Um I'm I, I once again I've been living in the bubble for the last week, week and a half, almost two weeks. Mm-hmm. But I do know before I went into the bubble, Trump dropped his platinum plan at least two, or three weeks ago. Right. No one said anything about Ice Cube until this week. He, but Trump had already introduced his platinum plan for black America. Mm-hmm. So when I first heard of it, I thought Trump had got with, his, you know, the black Republicans that be, you know, speaking for him at the RNC or whatever mm-hmm. came up with this thing. That's going to get black people to vote for him. And, and as soon as, I didn't read it because the first thing that struck me is that it was called the platinum plan and it right. was marketed to black people and I know hip hop love them some platinum, whether it's their records or, or their jewels and their ice being set in it. Um, so I thought that that was extremely um, condescending to begin with. So I didn't read it. And I'm thinking, what's he gonna say? It's gonna be fried chicken Thursday at the cafe <laughs> on every HBCU campus from now on. We we we're gonna have Henny at, at every liquor store, like cause you know, Negroes love them some Hennessy and nasty drink um black
2: and mile, black and mile tuesdays
0: black and mild tuesdays so i i was just like i can't deal with it because one trump's i mean you can't believe trump no matter what he, if he says he's gonna give you something on tuesday best believe you ain't never gonna see it don't mm-hmm. think oh maybe he'll come by on thursday with it oh maybe it'll be next tuesday no you ain't never gonna see it so any black person who said that they was gonna work with trump because um they gonna get their Platform through with Trump that tells me something about the black person as well. It tells me one, you idiotic, or two, you're so vain that you just wanted to work with whoever said, Oh, I like your ideas. Sometimes we all come up with, with ideas we think are dope. I do it, y'all do it, but our ideas aren't really that dope. And sometimes you need people to be like, No, that's stupid, that's not going to work. So, Ice Cube, maybe your ideas were stupid and they weren't going to work because you you didn't understand the political system and you didn't know how you was gonna get your stuff passed and you couldn't get it passed or it couldn't be passed. But you went to Trump and Trump was like, I'll take it, I'll do it because Negroes like chicken and waffles.
1: I love chicken and waffles.
0: Yeah, that's my thought. I'm all over the place with that. That's my thought.
1: Yeah.
3: Dummy. Interesting. I, um,
2: you wanna go Neil or? No, I was just, because. Um, Rod said a good point. And I was just trying to see between you and Keltrick. If you knew, um, I thought, like Rod did I thought Trump laid out his platinum package way before so was it necessarily between Trump and ice cube or did he just put a spin on what ice cube was proposing how to go No,
3: nah, so this was this was this was uh <clears throat> Probably two or three months ago. Ice Cube and a bunch of other celebrities were are holding their vote hostage, holding their voice hostage. I Killer Mike in them. Huh? Killer Mike in them. Was it I don't kill- know if Killer Mike was among that group, but I definitely know Ice Cube and a few others, he were just, was. Though, like, you know, he was. mostly black men. I mean, yeah. black men are really kind of holding up this, this umbrella. Even Charlamagne, a lot of people, like if you don't do X, Y's, they made a list of demands. Mm-hmm. And Ice Cube uh, put forward his contract with Black America he didn't say who he hoped to work with. He just said he had this contract with Black America. He was like, you know, Joe Biden, if you don't meet with me, then, you know, we ain't gonna support you type of thing. And so based on what's transpired between that moment and now, I think they had a meeting, they had a meeting with Joe Biden's team that was announced at that time. And then they kind of went silent. So then, you know, it comes out this week where, you know, the 45s campaign said, hey, we've been meeting with this guy. This platinum plan came out maybe like a month ago, a give or take. I didn't look at it. I just I don't believe anything this dude does, quite frankly, and uh, quite bitterly. And I didn't I didn't read it. I mean, I just I just don't have any interest in it. In it. I saw that um, the HBCU funding that he, you know, signed with those HBCU presidents that could be potentially withheld because they what the curriculum is at HBCU institutions. So all of that is just lip service. It's, it's, it's not worth the papers written on. So I think Ice Cube, I don't fault him for taking the meeting, him and his team. I don't know who was on his team. I don't know who he consulted. Um, you listen to whoever, you take the meeting with whoever can impact the change that you, you seek. And um, our text chain, John, you said that Malcolm X met with the KKK. Um, I mean, Martin King met with LB Johnson. So. Those things, they they have to happen in order to to enact some type of progress. Now, what I think Q failed to realize is he's a, the timing of everything is very specific, no different than 45 catching COVID and miraculously getting you know cured. That that could be somewhat of a hoax. He just he's being pimped out, and unless he could do those things now, like he doesn't have to wait till after the election is over. He could start those things right now, and if he's waiting until November third or fourth to do something. I think that's that's ill advised um, and cocky. And Biden's team has no power. I mean, they're not elect. I mean, the only person's elected official was Kamala Harris, uh, Kamala Harris, but you know, she doesn't, she's on the Senate Judiciary Committee, but she doesn't, she's not the, the person holding the most of the power. Mm-hmm. So I think it's just it's ill-advised for them to to do that. I don't I think everybody should hold the Democrats accountable. They have not held up their end in the bargain with the black vote over the course of, you know, the last, you know, 30, 40 years or so. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I think Ice Cube is wrong. And he's going to be eviscerated because of it.
1: Well, nope, he's not wrong. He's 100% right. Um, I guess all of this is very much political theater and posturing on all sides. It disgusts me. Uh, The response to Ice Cube is absolutely infuriating. Seems to me that people are basically right now. People are like, look, shut up, be quiet, rap, and you know, just do stay in your lane, Ice Cube, until after the election. But the thing is, after the election, they ain't gonna have to listen to you because the election is over with. They need you now. So now is the time to be like, we want some type of concrete policy laid out right now for black people, period whether you're Republican or Democrat is immaterial. And that's where Ice Cube was coming from. And the way that people are responding to him is ridiculous. And also um, that's, it's not top down. Legislation don't come from the president down. It has to come from the house up. So Biden can swear up and down that he's gonna do X, Y, Z, which is what I've read his plan. I've read the so-called contract with black America. The platinum plan is the contract with black America with some extra wrinkles and things put into it. I'm under no illusion that Trump has any plan to enact that whatsoever. He absolutely will not. And I just
2: it. brought it I just brought it up while you were talking and it seems like the same thing that every president always tries to promise. Like I literally brought it up. I have it pulled up. I don't see anything that stands out. You know, the only thing he tried to and it seems like it's disrespectful, not disrespectful, but it's not even an issue. He was going to make Juneteenth a national holiday and make, li- make lynchings a federal
1: crime. Like, okay, so why that's that, that in the plan. Why is that not a federal crime already? But here's the thing, um, that is something that the president can do. The president can make an executive order and say, Juneteenth holiday right now. Why is it in 2020, we're just now getting to that point. Why is it that lynching is not a damn uh, federal offense already? These are the kind of thing, and. It's not like Democrats have not been in power. It's not like Democrats have not been a member of Congress and so on and so forth. My whole point is this. I don't care what name follows yours, whether you're a Democrat or Republican, Green Party, Libertarian, whatever you want to be. I am for black people, period. If you for black people, I'm for you. I feel like Ice Cube and the contract with Black America is a good starting point. I see no reason why an Ice Cube can't say the stuff that he does. And the way that we are responding to him and coming at this whole thing from a place of fear and lesser evil rationale and vote blue no matter who and all this other madness is it's just...
3: irresponsible. He was irresponsible, in my opinion, with his approach. He unilaterally, for what I understand... It's the unilateral contract. I don't know who we to with. I don't know who what co-authors of this of this contract. This is his plan. He's the person endorsing it, right? There's no there's a couple academics and whatnot, but I get your point. There's no coalition of people to say, you know what, we as a the black collective endorse this. There's no majority of black people that are saying, you know what, the contract with black America, we we that's the one we want to ride for. We want that. Um, I read the plan, all 22 pages of it some things I don't agree with, this is decent for sure. But I I, I don't think 45 was a person to get that done. I mean, he hasn't done anything, he hasn't
1: hasn't appointed any any minority judges. He had all white men. There's no, both Republicans and the Democrats are using these so-called plans to generate support before the election. Neither Democrats nor Republicans have any intention Of enacting any legislation that does any goddamn thing that's in either one of them two plans. If Biden gets in the next day, he is going to say, Well, yes, I said this, that, and the third, but the economy is in shambles, and I gotta take care of the gays first, and I gotta take care of these women over here first, I gotta take care of the Latinos and everything else and suddenly is going to be white black people because that is consistently what the Democrats do. And the Republicans, damn sure ain't gonna do it. So to me, it is very clear that if neither political party is speaking to your interests, you gotta make another one. And that's why i been. Oh. Yes, Rah.
0: <laughs> so this goes back to a conversation we had early on. Um, so let's say that happens, they, whoever gets elected, mm-hmm. black folk get nothing out of the deal.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: My problem is that we're gonna sit around until the next presidential election mm-hmm. and then whine about it. That's my issue. We only whine about it in presidential election season. There is There has been no real serious push to hold people accountable in in the legislature. In between the goalposts of the four years,
3: who would do that? I, I blame that on the media too, a little bit too, Rob, because you okay. know,
0: right? Yes, media can 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 uh, push narratives that they want to push, and then and then John says, "Well, well, who would do that?" The same people who whine during presidential season Mm -hmm. are the who would do that like i expect all of us who whine now about whether or not it's the the lesser two evils and we're not going to get what we need i expect all of us on november 4th Mm -hmm. to say to them "Y'all got three months Mm -hmm. and then we put a date on a calendar if we see no legislation being brought up before the congress within that three-month period if we're going to show up for uh, uh, the lynchings that take place in Louisville, the lynching that took place of George Floyd, the lynching that took place of Lamar are we're going to show up and demonstrate for that? Just like we did that, we need to consciously and say in advance, you got three months. You were on the clock. Our vote came out. We put you in office. You got three months. Maybe give them six. I don't know. 100. <laughs> But if we're gonna sit back and just chill for another four years and then be like, Y'all didn't do nothing. Well, y'all didn't do anything to hold us accountable.
1: That's exactly what we're gonna do. We. And I'm
0: saying and I'm saying we're to blame for that then. I agree with you on that.
1: Then we're gonna have this same conversation because they are absolutely gonna say, well, wait a minute, we can't get anything done if if the Democrats are elected. We can't do anything right now because we've got to have more people in the House. So in 2022, we really, really need y'all to come out and elect more people in the House. And then maybe we'll we'll handle y'all stuff.
0: I, I wholeheartedly believe that they're going they're going they're gonna retain the house. I believe they're gonna flip the Senate, and I believe they're gonna take the executive branch. I think it's gonna be served up to us on a platter for everybody to put up or shut up including us we have a strong possibility that that these democrats who want us so bad will run the table everyone needs to put up or shut up Mm -hmm. including us
1: Mm -hmm.
0: you chuckling man i'm serious i i like it like it removes it removes the 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 excuse we need to wait two years to to vote more people into congress. No, I believe we're going to have the house, we're going to have the senate. We're going to have the, the only thing we won't have is the judicial branch. That's what I believe. So if we have everything except the judicial branch, there's no need to wait for another election.
3: And they can add seats to the judicial to branch too. So
0: so you, we just show up to congress. We just mm-hmm. we could show up. It's right down the street.
2: So, so like least I mean? political, but I like what you're saying. So draw this with me ross so all right so three months in whoever wins trump biden boom three months we ain't seeing movements made the way we're supposed to do no 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 no. if, if 45 is in
3: there what he's saying doesn't necessarily work
2: okay all right so biden's in there three months in all right miss harris biden we got you in there we're not seeing anything the same energy we did with george floyd and brianna we downtown what's supposed to pop off then What what would prevent John's excuse from coming? Like, hold on, hold on. We gotta fund education or we gotta fund this. Hold on, hold on.
0: Wait, what's your question?
2: What I mean, what would happen? So if we all march like you say we do in three months, what would you be looking for if you were to write that script out?
0: If I was Mm -hmm. to write the script out, it wouldn't start three months. It would start a day or two after they're elected. I wouldn't I wouldn't even wait until inauguration. It was okay. there to from the from 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 the election to the inauguration, there will be serious consideration to what a realistic and reasonable plan looks like for black America. First off, we've got to uh, we got to eliminate this idea that black people from California to New York are all the same. and They're all going to want the same thing. They're not. So these black people run around talk about well, black people need this like they speak on behalf of all black people. They need to sit down and shut up. It has to be a coalition of black folk who get together and say, let's have a reasonable plan that can, that, that can take care of as many people as possible, starting from the low income all the way up to the middle income. And then between election to inauguration, create that, bring it to them after they're inaugurated, then tell them they're on the clock. you got three months. And every three months we coming back like a hostage taker. Every, no, hour, I- I'm every yeah. hour I'm killing somebody. Every hour I'm killing somebody.
2: And I'm agreeing with you, but so three months in, you come down, and then John says, my, right, hold on, we that's important to us, but we got to give money to education.
0: It's a part of the whole process. You know what you do? You schedule lobby days. You educate the masses on what the issues are. John is doing all of this, but I've seen okay. lobbying work. I've seen masses of people show up at their elected official, and their elected official will be like,
2: okay. So maybe, my, so maybe my top question to the whole scenario is-
0: That's just a piece of it. That ain't the whole thing, that's just a piece of it.
2: I got you. So just a worst case scenario, so we go along your every quarterly or every whatever. Nothing happens, what's the ultimate thing that people could do that would make an impact like you're saying? All you don't see no results. People. You've given them three times, nothing
0: all, popped off. All these loud mouths who don't do nothing but whine every four years, tell them to put their mouth, their money where their mouth is. Have them raise some funds. We assist them in raising some funds. Since they are so serious about making change, in two years you run them at the midpoint. Mm-hmm. You you primary everybody who has a seat. Anyone who's up for election, you primary everybody with the platform that we've already said we want to see happen. Tea Party did put put you in the program. We put you in the in in in, in your seat. You didn't do anything. We 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 came back. We gave you the plan, you didn't have to work hard. Now, we're running against you. That's exactly what the Tea Party did. They primaried those Republicans and they got them out. I mean, John, you can't have it both ways, John. Either you're saying that the government won't do anything. The people who are elected won't do anything. Yes. But then you shake your head and scoff at the idea of electing people who will.
1: Well, because if... You all remember correctly, after 2008, we had a black president, we had a Democratic Congress, we had a Democratic Senate, uh, we had the goodwill of the entire globe and absolutely not a damn thing. No,
0: no, 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 no. I'm not gonna let you tell that lie. You know what Mm -hmm. happened after Barack Obama? You know what happened after after they had the Senate, they had the House and they had Mm -hmm. the executive branch? Mm -hmm. Everything that Barack Obama ran on he accomplished. You're talking about stuff he didn't run on. He never ran on a black Hold on, change. Is that not correct? What'd you say? No. Hope and change isn't a platform. Oh. No, no oh, all me. No, no, come on, now, be for real, stop being a kid. That's not a platform. It's not a
1: platform, but it is a- It is
0: nothing. It's the slogan.
1: slogan. It's slogan. Make America man, Great man.
0: Again. It's be, It's uh, a Build Back Better. It's a slogan.
1: It's a slogan. A platform. second not- mirrors it was, it's absolutely political theater. And Obama this is also brilliant.
0: Political. Obama was brilliant. He got everything he wanted in almost one or two bills within the first two years of his presidency. And the rest of his presidency was trying to hold on and maintain what he got. He told what is. he was going to get. He got his, his, his American Reinvestment Act pla- passed. He got the ACA passed. After that, it was just trying to hold on to everything.
1: Hold on to everything.
0: He, hmm. Because at that point, the Tea Party swept in. They mm-hmm. took over Senate, and they said, "We're going to fight you. We're not giving you nothing else from this point on." Well, by they, they said that right? publicly.
3: They said that we're going to do. We're going to be against everything he's for. I'm, after I'm
0: tired of all this stuff you I'm tired of all this fluffy talk. We're gonna, we going. We're going to talk about it, to beef about it, to whatever. But the hard work involves us holding them accountable from the moment they are elected, all the way to that midpoint. At and, that and midpoint, we, we have already cultivated people to replace folks who are sitting in the legislature. If we're mm-hmm. not willing to do that work,
1: the I'll thing hear. is, if you what, as a person who has been a vocal opponent of both political parties for many many years, I assure you that if you were to come, let's say Biden gets elected, and the very next day, Rashim gets on the internet and says. We need to hold these people accountable. There will be a horde of people saying that you are a sellout, you are a coon, you are ashy, you don't have the best interests of Black people in mind, you are a traitor, and you are mad because there's a Black woman that's a vice president, and you are should be ashamed of yourself, and so on and so forth. You will be dismissed. You will be pushed away. They will not let uh, you sit up there I don't
0: like, can't wait for it. I can't okay. wait for it, because that's exactly what I'm going to do. I can't wait for it. Yeah, I
1: don't don't believe she'll be
3: afforded the same. Luxuries that Obama was was afforded. I just don't who Kamala. I don't think she'll be afforded those same luxuries. Um, I think that they will be Held accountable by both parties. I think at this point, people are really fed up. I don't. There's not a lot of apathy out there. Everybody has everybody has a side so to speak. Everybody isn't. They they know exactly where they are. I don't think there's anybody that's undecided. The gauntlet has been thrown down. It's just a matter of going to to battle for it. So,
2: And then my my last question, because you know this is the first time I must commend you, Rob. Well, tonight, y'all had me actually interested in politics. But John, my last question for you is somebody who's been in politics, and Kelchuk and Rob's very informed, the scenario that Rob painted of holding them accountable if Biden wins and giving them three months. To you, is that actually feasible? Forget the way you think, John, but in a political arena. No, no. Why
1: why is is that not feasible? We have no organization. Um, If Rasheem or any, you name the Black person that tried to step up and say, let's organize this plan, and let's do this, and let's do that, anybody that comes out there and says something like that is going to be villainized and Painted a certain way. No, I mean, as far as if he did have the masses of people, like the influx of people that came to
2: Brianna, and mm-hmm. everything the way Rob painted it.
1: Right. Could All that happen. Show up in three months and demand reparations or whatever. Um, it would cause enormous upheaval to American society and culture. And before any elected official of the Democratic or Republican Party allowed that to happen, they would uh, announce you know martial law. They will simply not allow that. They simply will not. If black people in mass just camped out in front of the White House and was like, "We ain't letting shit go by until we get these things that we want. It would cause that's when the Civil war is going to erupt, and so on and so forth. It will not happen. And the first people to ensure that it doesn't happen are going to be Black people. Because again, if Rashim or you name it, anybody stood up and said, hey, y'all, let's hold Biden accountable now that we put him in here, they'd be like, no, 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 no. Where was you two years ago? Let him do what he needs to do. Give him six months. Give him this. Give him that. And then in six months, Biden's going to say, well, listen, y'all, I need some more help in the House of Representatives. So in 2022, in 2022, I got you, Black people. Y'all come out and elect me some more representatives. I promise you, I'm going to help you out. And it's going to be the same cycle all over again. And all them same people is going to be like, yep, we need more representatives. We got to get more people in the US House of Reps. We can't vote for and do the things that are in our best interest. We got to worry about everybody else first. Damn that internet. Anyway.
0: So so what's what's your reasonable? uh, suggestion? What, what, what do you suggest we do instead?
1: My suggestion <laughs> is that everybody should vote their conscience. Everybody should vote for the political goals that they find are most in line with their own interests. I do not believe that the Republicans are in your interest. I don't believe that the Democrats are in your interest and they have a long track record of showing you exactly
0: that's, who they are. That's, that's your short term. I'm, I'm talking about the yeah. long term to accomplish what you want to see. Like, namely for you, reparations. What what has to happen in order to, to, to bring that third up? Third party
1: politics. Must have a third party.
0: W- what's that mean, Cage? I understand. <laughs> I think that means it's time to wrap it up. No, no, that's not. Just, that's just like you ain't
1: got no damn response. Right. What, what does that mean? I just said you told you what the response was. You
2: yeah. haven't given him a response. Like how Rob painted that picture. So
1: listen to what I'm saying.
0: Well, picture, you just it's said, idealistic. I will say, I'm going to be the first to say what I picked, what I painted was an idealistic picture. I want to hear what's ideal for, for John. Right. Like the ideal solution. The
1: ideal solution is first of all, I don't, let's just say that uh, I don't think that Biden is going to win. I think that Trump's going to win. Let's just say that Biden does win. Um, the ideal solution is going to be, as Biden becomes the mainstream, middle of the road, triangulating, Clinton-era-esque kind of Democrat that he is. And 2022, people get more and more and more upset. You
0: missing, You're missing my question. I am asking you mm-hmm. to tell me, in a perfect world, taking into consideration the system we have, yeah. What? And, and like not hypothetical, what we have in front of us, uh-huh. what has to happen to get what you want? Not don't tell me that Biden is in place and he going to just like drag us along.
1: So wait a minute. You say it uh, like and you what? said in a perfect yeah. world, but at the same time with what we got, that ain't no perfect world.
0: No, no. You tell me what has to happen in order to get what you want
1: a third party. I don't understand what y'all right, are. Doing.
0: Now how do we how do we make that realistically happen?
1: It's already here. There's already a green party. It's already in every state. It's already active.
0: And how do you how do you make that get have a national appeal out. so right. that it can get legislation passed?
1: You a fool. How, God, do, how do you try to help man because party. appear uh, to how do you national get it elected? Appeal. Oh okay so how do you get it elected? You have to have people that vote for their own conscience and what is in their own interest until you get people to that point And they're not like, well, you know, I don't really like Biden, but I damn sure don't like Trump. I like him more than I, I mean, I dislike him less than I dislike him. So I'm going to go with him. Why don't you go with somebody that you like? And when we get people to that point, then things will change. But until then, we're going to keep doing the same thing that we've been doing and keep getting the same thing that we've been getting. So now okay. we completely turned everybody off and
3: real quick have y'all listened to um the brother who's Brianna Taylor's boyfriend's interview
0: he always real quick and right when we about to end I know <laughs>
1: I did not I didn't hear I didn't hear dude's interview
0: I did I, I heard the interview and, and um <clears throat> and he was like uh we we shouted multiple times asking who is it so it goes against the cops talking about they announced themselves they're like he said we no one announced themselves we called out
3: even his number one call like it's 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 very uh damning to the the narrative that the officers you know kind of state that 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 da is a he's a he's a clown man he's an ass that dude is trash man like I, i don't understand how none of those officers got indicted
0: on any charges man Yeah, he said that they, um, after they shot, and it was going to clear the um, space, she was still alive on on, on the floor, and they pretty much just stepped over her and let her die. Um, She's gone. She's done or something like that. Yeah, yeah, she's done. And then when he was outside, um, something to the effect, one of the officers was like, yeah, he's like, "Uh, are you hit? And then um, he was like, no. And then the response was something like. That's unfortunate yeah that's unfortunate like he, he felt that if he had died this whole thing would have been swept up swept under the would rug whitewashed would have been, yep. he's been suing them for uh he's only selling them for 10 million i was like that's oh i wish he
1: What mm. one of them things well folks uh we've had a wonderful little episode here uh gentlemen y'all got one last thing for the people anything any good shows they need to watch, any movies, anything?
0: Lovecraft Country, the season finale is gonna be on Sunday. You need, to, yeah. um, you need to catch up, but yeah, I need to check that out. Yeah, that's a
3: dope show. The Boys on Amazon Prime. Yeah, oh, I really like it. Good.
2: I was watching um, The Boys and I was watching this joint evil. It's kinda of ill too, so.
3: Hmm. Since it's Halloween. Everybody be safe, man. man. You know, this This is gonna be a really tough period for black people over the next or people of uh, all of us over the next three or four months it's gonna be interesting no doubt they the shout
2: out to all the black fathers out there man i love y'all everybody on this joint too no doubt
1: one more thing everybody um it was halloween season or whatever the case is there's a real good family friendly movie on netflix called vampires versus the bronx check that out it was real good your kids are gonna love that Everybody check that out. It's real nice. I like that. Take your ass out there to vote, too. <laughs> you go. On that note, again, straight no chase of the podcast. Please like this, share, subscribe. We're on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, Anchor, Spotify, everywhere. So till next week, gentlemen, I think that's a wrap. Peace out. Love y'all, man. Peace. Yeah, don't put that
3: there no, you I go. You. There's always the people saying over there.
0: Peace out, God bless, and good night. Straight, straight, no chaser.